Hey, and welcome to The Shorty. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and there's Jerry, so let's get it started. You must be at least this tall to enjoy this podcast. <laughs> Remember the anxiety as a kid at amusement parks? Yes. Around that? I do. You just wanted to be a little taller. Now you look at it and you're like, wow, what is that? Like, is there, are there, you know, that's, there's kids that aren't that tall? <laughs> it just seems so short now. Whereas before it was like, oh man, I hope I measure up. You'd like grow your hair out. Yeah. To like make that extra like half inch or something like that. Get your blowout comb, get your yep. throw up high. That's exactly right. Although remember my story is that I was scared of roller coasters until my father finally said, I'm not taking you back here and paying this money until you get on a roller coaster. And then you weren't scared? Well, no, I just went on because I was like, I, I don't want to not come back. And then I loved it, of course. But he, he rolled the dice there. Did you? Uh, yeah, my dad took me on Space Mountain when I was like five or something like that. And I hate roller coasters as a result. <laughs> really? Still? Yeah, I'm not big on it. You same, Basically, the same thing happened to Yumi. I don't remember how old she was, but um, it was Space Mountain, her dad. And um, we uh, we went back to Space Mountain like years ago to, to conquer it together, uh-huh. conquer our fears. <laughs> and we did. We did it. You got hammered it in Tomorrowland and then right. got aboard. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with safety pins. No, it doesn't. No, safety pins actually have a totally different, equally engrossing story. There is a guy who's actually known as the inventor of the safety pin, chiefly because he invented the safety pin. His <laughs> yeah. name is Walter Hunt. And there's a lot of different interpretations of Walter Hunt. I think this How Stuff Works article kind of misses the mark a little bit. Oh, yeah? What's your take? So he was one of America's great 19th century inventors, number one. Okay. Um, number two, he invented the safety pin, which is that just, if he had just invented the safety pin, that would be something. But he invented the safety pin back in 1849. And if you look at his safety pin invention and the safety pin that you would go buy today, it's virtually the same thing. Like the guy right out of the gate invented a perfect version of his invention. Yeah, and this, this is one of those that's so brilliant in its simplicity is I imagine he was just tinkering around with some wire, coiled it around itself, and said, hey, that acts as its own spring, mm-hmm. so it doesn't need to be two pieces, which is sort of the genius of a safety pin. And then the little clasp, the little safety clasp, that's why it's called a safety pin, mm-hmm. keeps little fingers, and big fingers, I guess. And toes. And toes from getting pricked and stuck and uh, it was just a genius little idea. Yeah, it was. So he, the the legend goes that he was fiddling around with that wire and inadvertently invented the safety pin while he was just kind of keeping his hands busy, trying to figure out how to pay off a $15 debt. I could not find what the debt was for, but it was to a pal. Okay. So, uh, okay, we'll go with that. But then when he figured out this this safety pin was a pretty good idea, he went and patented it. But then he sold the patent to either that friend or somebody else to pay off the $15 debt. But he sold it for like 400 bucks. Yeah, which, which did you do the calculation there? No. What is that today? I didn't. Do you want me to just talk for a minute while while you type? I do. Can you do a little <laughs> tap dance? Yeah, but the point is is that $400 back then and we'll get the number in a sec was was a great deal of money, but obviously nothing compared to the riches that would have befallen Walter Hunt had he held on to that patent. It would be known as 
the hunt pen today probably, and he would his his great great grandkids would be billionaires still. I would imagine. Oh yeah, if he if he earned royalties from it, um, and they had kept up the the patent, heck yes, or the trademark or something. I'm not sure how they would do it, but I do have a number, Chuck. All right, what is it? Drum roll. It's, it's about twelve thousand yeah. dollars. Which not bad. <laughs> it isn't bad, but so here's the thing. So the guy sold off his patented idea. Sometimes he's reported as not even having patented it, just sold the idea. Yeah, which is wrong. Um, but so he sold the patent for just twelve grand. Um, he's often very much characterized as like short-sighted, um, yeah, maybe so. just maybe just like an absent-minded inventor type or something like that. Sure. Okay, maybe you can say that with the safety pin, but he he also invented something pretty huge too: the sewing machine. And this is where it gets kind of like a little cloudy to me. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's. All right, we'll clear the clouds out, and we'll be back right after this. Okay, so the clouds are still over us, Chuck. We're about to part them. Okay. I thought you were about to say, we're going to rain down some knowledge. Oh, that's way better. <laughs> we should we should retake this part. <laughs> Cloudy with a chance of knowledge. So, so Walter Hunt invented the sewing machine, actually, back in like 1833, a good um, almost 20 years before he invented the safety pin. And it had like a curved eye needle. It had mm-hmm. the shuttle, just basically like the Singer sewing machine would later be. He invented it decades before anybody else was making these sewing machines. And so, yet again, uh, he's criticized for selling this idea without patenting it or patenting it and not doing anything with it. He, the story I saw was that he did come up with this idea, mm-hmm. and his daughter pointed out that this machine would put a lot of um, impoverished women out of work. Oh, interesting. Who worked as sewers. Uh-huh. And he said, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything with this and chose not to patent it and abandoned the idea so that it wouldn't even be out there for anybody else to pick up and and work with. Did he destroy his machine? Uh, From what I saw, he didn't even make this prototype. I didn't see that anywhere else but in this article. Yeah, because in our, our own article, it even specifically says his prototype was wooden. Yeah. Which would lead me to believe that unless someone just you know, was willy-nilly making things up. That's got to be true, right? I, I don't know. But this is what I'm saying. Things are clouded. We we parted them some, and then they came back. All right. But either way, the reason that you look at sewing machines today and don't see the word hunt on them is just another sort of chink in his armor as a really brilliant guy who didn't see the big picture economically. Or didn't want to put poor women out of work. Right. Did I just okay. overlook that? Yes. <laughs> so you're important. saying it was noble. That's that's how I'm taking it. Well, I hope so. That would be a great, you know, I like that better than, eh, I didn't think it was very good. <laughs> right, exactly. Maybe because it was made of wood. <laughs> if he did prototype it, I'll say yes, it was probably made of wood. But the reason why it says Singer uh, is because a man named Isaac Singer came along. There were actually mm-hmm. two two dudes, two businessmen, Elias Howe and Isaac Singer, 
and they were in a battle with each other mm-hmm. to control this patent in the 1850s. So what I couldn't tell is if they legit invented this thing or if they ripped off Hunt somehow. Yeah, not they. It would have been Elias Howe. He was the one who held the patent. Okay. And I, Isaac Singer was just making machines based on the same designs, ignoring Howe's patent, because for some reason, somehow, he knew that um, that it was actually William Hunt who had invented the sewing machine decades before. Wow. So they went to court, and Isaac Singer said, Hunt, come in here and demonstrate that you you did this, and you can get the patent, and then I'll ignore your patent, too. And the judge actually ruled that he, that yes, William Hunt was indeed the inventor of the sewing machine, but it was too late to retroactively file a patent. I wonder if there's enough here for a movie. They made one about the guy who uh, who created the intermittent setting on the windshield wipers. Yeah, and they made one, uh, what's her face, Jennifer uh, Aniston. Lawrence right. was in the movie about the inventor lady. Oh, yeah, Joy Mangano. Yeah, so maybe she, there's enough here. It would, like, call it So What? <laughs> no, you wouldn't. And at the end of the trailer, it's spelled out, and you would hear the sewing machine, and it would sew it out, the title. I don't, I don't, uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe this should just be a trailer. So What seems like a working title. <laughs> right. That, like, some producer comes in and changes and gets paid a billion dollars for it. Right, it would, then it would be called the Isaac Singer Follies. So the other thing about uh, Walter Hunt, he invented plenty of other stuff, too. A foot pedal alarm to warn people that a streetcar was coming. Uh, for sure. An antipodian walking device. Yeah, and that I had no idea what that was, but uh, apparently it's like the human fly, like suction cup shoes. Right. It's pretty amazing. And today, well, not today, but say back in the 70s, if you hung out with punks, you probably saw a lot of safety pins, and you can thank Walter Hunt for that little fashion accessory, too. Yeah. What was the deal? It was just, you would put a bunch of safety pins. I was not cool enough to do that stuff. So, so, So there's a dispute over who came up with this. Supposedly, Richard Hell, one of the original punk rockers, he accessorized a lot, and he accessorized with safety pins. So some people say, well, it was Richard Hell that came up with it. But apparently, Johnny Rotten from the Sex Pistols has disputed that and said that it was actually out of necessity to keep the arse on your trousers from falling off. Because they just wore beat-up clothes? Yeah, because they were gutter punks. Didn't people actually put safety pins through their face? Yeah, I or think am I some, making that up? some people did. Walter Hunt did not like that. His ghost was very upset by this, um, but no one could see that. Wow. So from the safety pin to the sewing machine to Sid Vicious. Yeah. That's the logical order of operation. <laughs> it really is. American inventors. Ta-da! Uh, if you want to, you got anything else? No, I just know that I want to go out and get some antipodian shoes. I do too, man. You just climb up a, a building and say, thank you, William Hunt. Uh, let's see. If you want to get in touch with us, just go to our website, okay? StuffYouShouldKnow.com. It's got all of our social media links. And you can also send us an email to StuffPodcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Mm-hmm.